0: The hosts of the Real Life Wellness Podcast are not licensed medical doctors, and this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice or any form of professional therapy, nor is it intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any illness or condition. All content and information in this podcast is created for informational purposes only. Please seek medical attention for matters relating to your health and never disregard the advice of a medical professional or delay in seeking it because of something you heard on this podcast. Welcome to the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary Preston and Kisa Amaro, where we talk about different ways to integrate healthier habits into your life. Welcome back, friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, certified health coach, and I work with women to help them get control of their food cravings without deprivation or complicated meal plans. And I'm Mary Preston,
1: a licensed marriage and family therapist, life coach, and the founder of the Goodbye Burnout for Healthcare Professionals program. So if you're a healthcare professional experiencing stress, come join me in the Saying Goodbye to Burnout Facebook group. The link will be in the show notes or just do a search on Facebook for the info. And of course, if you have questions about any of our programs, the podcast, anything about health and wellness, come join us in the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary and Kisa Facebook group, or come find us on social media.
0: Sweet. And if you struggle with overwhelming cravings, and you just can't seem to get control of them, I invite you to come join me in my Lose Your Cravings community, where I'm planning some amazing things. uh, This year, we've got some free trainings, free coaching, um, and it's just going to be amazing. So head over over to Facebook and search Lose Your Cravings to join.
1: Fantastic. It's getting more and more amazing. Join (laughs) up. All right. Well, on to our topic of the day. Today, we are looking at the idea between the difference between positive thinking versus like faking it.
0: In this episode, uh, we'll talk about the pros and cons of positive thinking and the difference between what we often talk about and the idea of fake it till you make it. All right.
1: Well, today I want to talk about something that comes up fairly frequently when we're talking about wanting to change our emotional state. Uh, The very first time it came up for me and really made me think about it was probably like 15 years ago. Uh, My friend Joanna and I were walking on the beach as we frequently did in those days. We were venting to each other as we did on those walks. And I remember Joanna had like asked me how I was doing. And my response as usual was very much like looking on the bright side. I tend to speak that way in general. Mm -hmm. And Joanna made a statement at that point and said that my outlook was like very quote unquote, Pollyanna. (laughs) And I had never really thought about this before. You know, it's just kind of the way I always talked about things. And after this conversation, I did a lot of research because I do not want to be that person who is pretending to be happy or like faking good feelings while ignoring the bad.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, We've all seen those gurus or yoga instructors or life coaches where on social media or in the public, everything is like fantastic. But then you all of a sudden get the real story where everything's been falling apart for a long time and they just haven't shared that. Right. And so they're like Mm -hmm. teaching you one thing and saying that everything's great and amazing and everything I'm doing works. And then it's like, Ooh, you get that, that jab of um, that's not reality. That's not true. Right. And again, you know, that's not necessarily their job is to share everything that's going on with them. But I think it, it does feel like against our integrity, I think, right. It's a valid thing to think about. Am I pretending to see the positive or am I pretending to see the bright side? And why is it important to look on the positive side of things or to see the glass half full anyway?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So after my research, um, I did find that there's a big difference between the pretending, you know, the fake it till you make it, and what I tend to believe is actual positive thinking. And often when I speak with my clients, especially the ones who tend to have anxiety, they are looking forward to the future with trepidation or worry. Like there's definitely something terrible about to happen. And when we talk about the idea of focusing on the possible good future, they usually tell me one of two things that stops them. So either they worry that they won't be prepared for the terrible thing that's going to happen. Or they do know there's a possibility that it could be fine, but they just don't want to experience the giant letdown of believing in the positive and then being wrong. And these are valid fears. So I want to address both of them. Um, And just for the sake of of argument, right, I want to use the example of something that most of us have experienced at some point in our lives, uh, applying for a job. (laughs) So there's a lot of places in the job application process where we can decide to focus on the positive or the negative, There's the resume, we have to decide what to write, there's the application questions, there's the interview, and then finally, there's hearing the decision about whether you received the job or not, right? So lots of points in there where you can decide how you want to think about it. Um, So let's first address the fear of not being prepared for all of the things that could go wrong. Um. So in the past, I've worried about my resume like having the wrong information, answering the questions incorrectly, wearing the wrong thing, having sesame seeds in my teeth, right? Sweating, having them think I'm weird. I don't know about you, Kisa, but I would perseverate on these things like overnight, for weeks, yeah. all the time. Oh, definitely.
0: Yeah, definitely worries are gonna come up. hmm And especially if it's a, you know, a job you need, a job you want. Right, something important to you. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and so I would spend a lot of time, right. Just like over and over and over thinking about these things, what was going to go wrong. Um, so usually what would happen, right. If I'm focusing on all of the things that could go wrong and believe me, this is an example that is true in my life, right. My stress would be super high. So I wouldn't sleep well, right. I'm thinking about all the things that could go wrong all night long. So not sleeping or just not waking up rested, I would Mm -hmm. emotionally eat. I would be irritable, easily frustrated. Um, In that state, I would be an exhausted, bloated, sweaty mess coming into the interview, right? (laughs) And in the interview, I would worry about what I was wearing or whether something was like in my teeth or whether I just answered a question wrong instead of paying attention to the interviewee, right? I would be distracted. So following this theory, right, did this help me prepare for the worst, (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) I would, I would argue, no, (laughs) it, right. It just like created a situation where I'm not showing up as my best self throughout the whole process. Okay. Yeah. So if I had been able to believe in myself, like quote unquote, think positively, I would have probably slept better. Right. I would have been a little bit more calm and relaxed and hopefully gotten better rest, Um, been able to focus. You know, usually when I'm feeling in that kind of state, I am able to also concentrate on like eating good food, exercising, getting myself in a good zone for this interview that's coming up. I'd be able to put my worries to the side, focus on the person in front of me, free up my mind to come up with valid answers to the questions because it's not my head is not full of all of these like judgy things going on in my head. Right, so I mean, in this scenario, it's good to focus on your success. I will say that one of the things that tends to happen, right? It's like I don't want to brag or feel too confident, and this Mm -hmm. is an argument for like feeling confident puts you in a good place to do a better job through the whole process. If that makes sense.
0: Ooh, I like that that idea and that thought. Um,
1: the second fear that we discussed above is that if you believe that you will get the job, when they tell you the bad news that you didn't get it, that you will experience a huge amount of disappointment. So many people would rather feel disappointment than be, pleasant, than be pleasantly surprised later when they get the bad news, right? Mm-hmm. So if we take this example, let's say the process was like over three weeks. The whole process was three weeks. So we practice disappointment for three whole weeks, and then we get the news, good or bad. So we experience disappointment if we don't get it, and joy if we do. So that's three weeks and a day of disappointment, or three weeks of disappointment and one day of joy. (laughs) I'm I'm breaking it into the maths. (laughs) Right, so what if you believed that you got the job instead? For three weeks, you would experience good feelings, and then you would experience one day of disappointment mm. or three weeks of good feelings and joy from then on when they tell you got it. Yeah. We do this thing where we just like, we spend, extend, we spend extended amounts of time in disappointment or um, it's like we, we practice ahead of time.
0: Yeah. It's almost like you're, you're feeling disappointed ahead of time mm-hmm. to... To prepare for the worst,
1: mm-hmm. say prepare for the worst. people say that all the time, right? Prepare for the worst mm-hmm. um, and hope for the best. Mm-hmm. But I think what we're doing it's like we're so afraid of that moment of disappointment
0: mm-hmm.
1: that I don't know we like practice it's like we, we get really good at the disappointment. yeah, we do, huh but but truthfully, truly, what happens is then you just are extending your disappointment throughout multiple weeks. <laughs> right it's an interesting thing we do
0: yeah
1: um and i've talked with a lot of people you know um you know an experience recently where somebody has put in an application to school and they're like you know especially like super smart like very likely to get into the school but so concerned about that feeling of disappointment on the day like just in case they tell them no that they're going to spend a couple of months just like, Oh, I don't know, probably not. Right. just like preparing and making sure that they dampen down their feelings for months and they're probably going to get the job or the, they're going to get into the school. Right. So that's Mm -hmm. months of like pre disappointment (laughs) for no reason. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, And especially like, you know, you you obviously don't know. There's like a, whatever, a 50-50 chance. Like it's either yes or no. Mm-hmm. And if you are disappointed for those months and then you do get in, it's like, what was the point of that disappointment? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So like and I mean, you either get way, job, you, could, yeah, right. you could
0: argue either way. What is the point of the, that pre-disappointment almost?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What's the point of the pre-disappointment, right? If you do get the job, you didn't waste three weeks experiencing disappointment. Yeah. And here's what I, I'm like... I guess people are like, well, okay, but what if you don't get the job? And then you wasted three weeks feeling joy
0: <laughs> or
1: like excitement.
0: And I'm like, what's the downside? Yeah. What is the downside of that? You like, know. do you, like, would you consider that wasting time of feeling joy? Uh, I don't know. No.
1: Yeah. It's something to think about. Right. Yeah. And, and I think we do get to choose, right? It's not like I'm mm-hmm. saying that you have to choose to believe that it's going to be great. But I think knowing that you do get to choose, right. You could choose to enjoy all of that time in the waiting. Right. And in those weeks showing up as a better person, because I will tell you when I'm disappointed, I am cranky, (laughs) irritable, frustrated. I'm like, Oh, like, I don't think I'm going to get this job. Right. I get like real short. Mm Mm-hmm. Or I could just believe that it's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. It's going to be great. Show up in a good way. And then it's possible
0: I'll get some bad news someday and then have to make a different decision. Yeah. Stuff to think about, Mary. And I love the the fact that, you know, you're, you're saying like, you don't have to think positive about it, but just knowing that you have that choice to think positively or negatively about it, like, knowing that you have that choice and then you can choose however you want to, you know, mm-hmm. process it, deal with it.
1: Yeah. And I we do, like I have a couple of clients where we always joke. I'm like, well, I'll just feel excited for you for the next couple of months. Right. <laughs> I'll enjoy it. Yeah. And you That's... just experience the disappointment. It's fine. Like you do what you want to do. It's
0: great. <laughs> we get to choose. We're all adults here. Yeah, we are.
1: So, so those are kind of like arguments for, being like kind of moving your thoughts into a positive direction. But -hmm. then there's also right when we talk about positive thinking versus faking it is making sure that it's authentic, right? Mm -hmm. Because I Mm -hmm. think that's the thing. Like if we go to the job example, like going to a place where you actually believe that you're going to get it, not like fantasy world. It's, it's going to be great when you're not really connecting with that um, I always point to my chest when I do this, there's like the, an emotional connection to that thought that you're having. Okay. Um, so really important, this second piece where it's like, we don't want to go from, I'm quote unquote, terrible at my job and no one will ever hire me to I'm amazing and the best. Of course, they're going to hire me. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> right. that's the fake yeah. it till you make it right. Like, you know, uh-huh. in, in somebody's words, they're like, eh, it's going to be great. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and inside they're like no yeah, it's not they don't it's believe like
0: the worst it. thing ever
1: <laughs> yeah they don't believe it so we want to go to a place where we can believe it right and so mm-hmm. generally what we do is we do ladder steps so instead of going from like a negative 10 to a positive 10 you could go to a negative 10 to zero or neutral or even less than that right you could go negative 10 to like negative five, five. <laughs> i only yeah. believe poorly about myself a little bit. Mm -hmm. Right. The point being though, moving more and more towards, can I look at the, the, the good, the possibility, the, you know, the things that are going to go right. Can I move in that direction versus jumping and just not connecting with it? So one example could be just, you know, what if you focused on again, with the example before, with the job, what if you focused on what you know, you are good at, Right. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're not like, I'm amazing at everything in life, but you're like, you know, maybe make a list of the skills you do have, right? Like maybe you're good at assessments. Maybe you're good at connecting with children, right? Like what are the things that you are good at? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't even have to be a list of like what you're great at. It could be just what you meet requirements for when it comes to a job, right? Here's where I meet the requirements for this job application.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So going from I don't know, you know, we're so often so critical of ourselves, but going for being really critical about ourselves and, you know, feeling like imposters to trying on the thought, something like I'm okay at my job. You know, I I have some qualifications. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it could be like, (laughs) it could just be like, I meet three of the qualifications for this job. Okay. Awesome. Awesome.
1: And I think if it's, like, a very boring statement, like, nobody's going to get excited about what you just said, then you've, you've hit it
0: <laughs> yeah. nail on the
1: head. Right? I'm okay at this. Yeah. You know, at least, like, here's my qualifications. I meet three of the five. Mm-hmm. I have the number That's of More years. than half. More than half. Right? Just, <laughs> like, very boring, neutral. But it's, there's... A benefit to it that you're not living in this negative drama where then you mm-hmm. show up as an irritable frustrated disappointed person through your entire life up to the point where you hear that news right
0: right yeah yeah and it's really moving out of that like that negative 10 mm-hmm. <laughs> that negative 10 moving out of that towards the zero or the neutral mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, if if you're
1: already, if you've been listening and you're at the, you, you know, you could kind of get into the neutral zone, you know, pretty well, right? Like we've mm-hmm. talked about before when it comes to your body, right? Like, it's like, oh, my body's so ugly. And we don't want to jump to like, I love my body. But mm-hmm. somewhere in the middle is like, I have a body, you know, right I have arms that do this. I have feet that do this, right? Very mm-hmm. neutral, very boring. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've been practicing that, you can start to jump to um, the things that you do like or that you are good at. And I think one of the things that gets in the way, especially for women, um, is this idea of like bragging, right? Being mm-hmm. humble. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. we're not supposed to really talk about how great we are at things, right? Like even saying that out loud, I'm like, yeah, that just like, it just feels uncomfortable. Like, mm-hmm. if I just like, what a toot your own horn, right? Yeah. <laughs> like not we have so many to do things. Do that, Mary. Don't right? toot your own horn. I'm going to toot my own horn a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but it does, it gets in the way, right? Because we're, we're, taught, not, we're taught to be like humble. We're taught mm-hmm. not to brag. And so what we do is we focus on the places where, right? We, or we don't focus on the negative as much as we diminish the positive. Correct. Yeah. Call it realistic or we call it humble. Mm -hmm. And because I thought it was bragging to think about what in my job I was good at, I couldn't be even realistic in an interview. Right. Like a lot of people have a a very hard time with strengths and weaknesses. That question, like, what are your strengths other than like, I'm good at learning how to do this job, which I used to fall back on all the time. I'm good at learning (laughs) new jobs.
0: (laughs) A quick learner. (laughs)
1: Right. Um, and, and somebody in, gosh, I forgot it was a long time ago. It was the the department of education. And we always had these really great meetings with good ideas and somebody had, and I know that this is called a portfolio now. Mm -hmm. They had mentioned something similar to that where (laughs) you take all of the, right. You're like, this is a good example of a place that I did a a pretty good job. Mm Mm-hmm right so you like take a letter from a kid that was like you helped me change my life right And you put it in and of course uh jokingly we called it a bragabinder and now i can- bragabinder i can't call it anything else um <laughs> right but awesome. it's like what are all of the things that you've done right like did mm-hmm. you put together a training and even mm-hmm. if you're like eh, you know even the presentation wasn't great but the training i wrote was really good right like
0: mm-hmm.
1: or i did the training and it went really well um a paper you wrote or a person you worked with or like an experience that was successful. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is, we're talking about jobs, but also if you're thinking about all the other areas of your life, right? Like, well, here's an example in my life where I had a really hard conversation and I didn't like have snot running down my nose, which was always like my biggest fear. Right. Like I stood up for myself and I didn't yeah. cry and I said all the things I needed to say. hmm Right. In that area where, where you're wanting to look on the bright side, making almost like an evidence folder.
0: Mm, Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I like that idea. Like the evidence folder. Um, Mm -hmm. I do like the Braga book. That's pretty amazing. Um, (laughs) But as a teacher, I did have a Mm -hmm. portfolio. Um, And it was, it was just like lessons that I had done. Like I put the lesson plan in, I put, uh, you know, student samples of like the work that they created from that lesson. And that was a way for me to show this is what I can do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And it didn't feel like bragging. It was just work that I had done. Yeah. it's such a great idea. And I think,
1: you know, I don't know. There must be other... um, other places where you're encouraged to make a portfolio. I know, like for artists, mm-hmm. often like putting oh, a portfolio yeah. of like your your artwork together and like having is like samples. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a really good idea, not just for like the biz- like your business world, your employment world, but mm-hmm. I think that's one of the benefits of like your fitness journal, right? Like mm-hmm. having your benchmarks. Mm-hmm. Like oh, like I can do twenty-five of whatever. Right. Yeah you know i hit this benchmark i can do a pull up or um all of the ways where you did well so that you mm-hmm. can use that for evidence towards the future and it's it at least gets you to that like very boring neutral look
0: at that here's the things right. i can do okay yeah yeah i like that yeah um the The fitness journal reminds me, Mary, of our CrossFit journals yeah. that we had back in the day, and we would write down every single workout we did, and like either how many reps we did or the time mm-hmm. we did. And I, I do think, like at the in the beginning, that was a great thing to have because we could see the progress. Because when you mm-hmm. first start CrossFit, if you've never really done anything in that realm, you're starting at like five pounds. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like really lightweight. And then once, you know, you progress and, you know, you add little by little, and then you're like up to 10 pounds, then you're up to 20 pounds. You know, it's like, you can really see that progression.
1: Yeah. And what it does, right. You can, if you were to, to keep doing that, and then you were going to look forward, it would be much easier to say, yeah, like probably eventually I will get to 25 pounds.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Because Cause I started
0: at five and now I'm at 20. So
1: I can see, you know, I I have evidence in this direction that I have Mm -hmm. the possibility of like increasing my weight or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And you can see the, you know, thinking positive, right? Like it's not like I'm going to go back to five pounds, right? It's like, no, like if I believe that it's someday I'm going to hit 25 pounds and I just keep trying, like there's no, there's no downside to that. Right. Even if you never got to 25 pounds, what's the downside? I can't think of anything. I don't know. Listeners, tell me, what's the downside? I want (laughs) to know. (laughs) Um, So, you know, we go to that glass half full, glass half empty Mm -hmm. metaphor. And I think it's really interesting, right? Because it literally doesn't matter which you choose, right? Like the glass is both half full and half empty. It is both of those things. It's just which one you decide to like focus Mm. your attention on. Mm-hmm. and like both are realistic, both are objectively correct. It's just that one feels better than the other.
0: <laughs> like that's literally yeah. the only
1: difference yeah. in choosing that the glass is half full. There's no downside to believing the glass is half full. It literally is half full. It is also half empty, but I can pay attention to that it's half full, but that doesn't mean I'm ignoring that it's also half empty. There's right. just four. four ounces of water in that eight ounce glass jar Mm -hmm. that's it
0: (laughs) yeah i love that yeah just looking yeah it is literally half full and you can choose Mm
1: -hmm.
0: what you want to focus on the water that's Mm -hmm. in there or the water that's not in there and is it unrealistic to call it half full when it
1: objectively mathematically is is half half full full. Mm -hmm. (laughs) yep so I hope that was helpful. Um, I've got five tips just to moving towards positive thinking. I know that that is, I think people do understand and have a want to move to positive thinking, but I think that is, it's like, how do I do so without feeling fake about it? Right. Which is kind of what we're talking about. So here's five tips to moving towards positive thinking without that fake aspect. Okay. So number one is getting clear on your fear, right? like I was talking about before those two fears that we um, often are feeling when we're thinking about the future, but what are you afraid of? What are, what are you afraid will happen if you focus on what's going to go well? Right. Cause the future is, I have a secret for you, my friends. It does not exist yet. I can't tell. <laughs> the future. Some people can tell the future. I don't, I can't. So we're just guessing anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's, a good chance that like something good is going to happen. And so what are you afraid of when you, when you think about the possibility of focusing on that good, right? What are you afraid is going to happen if you, if you start looking at the positive instead of the negative? I think that's important to find out what you are afraid of. Um Second tip, right? Give equal airtime. I like this one. When you're spending time Mm -hmm. on the negative possibilities, right? You're like, oh God, zombie apocalypse is coming. I have to be prepared for how to kill zombies, get my tools ready, right? Have enough food. Like when you're spending your time thinking about the negative, Mm -hmm. make sure you spend as much time or more outlining what could go right. Right? Because we Mm -hmm. always assume it's interesting in these movies, right? Like we assume that the zombies are going to get us all. And I'm like, what about, and this would be the most boring movie. Right. But like the zombie virus comes out and people are like, Hey, we got to work together and like kill this off before it gets all of us. And then we just like kill the zombies and and we're good to go. Right. Life goes right. on.
0: Nothing right. changes. <laughs> <laughs> it would be such a boring movie, Mary. <laughs> right. But like, what if, what if the zombie it can happen in real life, right? The
1: zombie virus doesn't take over the world and, we just, were like, whoa, man, let's get it. And then we do. Mm-hmm. It's possible. It's also possible. It's not as exciting, but it's possible. Um, so equal airtime, right? If you're spending 10 to 15 minutes thinking about the negative possibilities, spend 10 to 15 minutes also thinking about, okay, but also this could go right. This could go well. Yeah. I love that idea, Mary. Um, number three, just write down the positives. Um, it's, it's very similar to the other things, but there's something powerful about writing it down and seeing it on the paper. Um, if you can't come up with any, ask somebody else, right? Like somebody can give you, um, a different perspective. Maybe they see it from a different perspective, a different view, and they can see, oh, well, like, here's all the reasons why I think you would get that job. Right? Like, I think you're good at this. You're very skilled at this. Um, You know, they, they they're hiring. There's not too many people like you in your area, right? Like somebody who can give you the positives to think about. Um, Number four, decide what kind of experience you want to have and how you want to feel. You get to choose to experience disappointment in preparation. Just know that it will change the way you take care of yourself and how you show up in the world as you're experiencing that disappointment up to the moment. And number five, go for neutral. If moving all the way to positive is too much, just move to factual, objective, neutral, boring statements. Um, it's kind of fun. and uh, I, I know we've done different podcasts on this before, right? But like telling a story without any of the excitement, no drama, it's just very boring facts. That's, <laughs> that's your next step,
0: moving yeah. towards the positive. Awesome, Mary. Well, thank you for those tips. Um, yeah, I love, I think my favorite is just the equal airtime. I think that's such a powerful tool. And um, I know I started doing that, uh, you know, just kind of like when, I not want to say the world went to shit, but um, <laughs> cause that's really positive thinking. <laughs> so uh, positive. No, no when there was a lot of like different things going on yeah. in the world and we were really unsure about what was happening um and like sometimes you just get sucked into the negative yeah and you know i was told i'm like well you got to you know you got to focus on the positive too you know i like oh that's right i do huh
1: yeah it's a it's a really <laughs> tricky line i think like when it comes to like the pandemic and what's going on with the world, the world. and like social justice and And I think that's where it's like, well, I don't want to ignore the things that are happening. And like, can I focus on what's going well and the direction that I want to head versus spending all my time on what's not going well? Right. Because it just, I always ask the question, is it useful, right? Is it useful to spend all of my time on the negative? And I just don't do things well when i'm like in that space like there's nothing i can do about the world and everything's terrible right and then Mm -hmm. i just like want to curl up in my bed and cover my face with the blanket i am no use to anyone when i'm when i'm in that space it doesn't mean that i'm pretending like the world is great and coronavirus doesn't exist
0: right well Uh, maybe it doesn't (laughs) sorry i had to say it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh Just ignore me ignore me ignore
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so interesting right especially for those things that you can't you can't even divine right like yeah divine, define define like where do you put your mind on things mm-hmm. yeah so I would also like to hear you know listeners opinions on like whether there is benefit to focusing on and I'll say quote-unquote negative right because it's like so often I hear, well, that's unrealistic to focus on the positive. And I think there, there is that fine line. So I'd love to hear what people think about that. Yeah, definitely. Always willing to learn, Kisa. Always willing. Yes. to Yes, always. Um, that's it. Yeah. All right, friends. That's all we've got for you today. Thank you so much for being awesome as always and listening in. Tune into our next episode. We're going to talk about good food versus bad food, that morality of food choices. If you'd like to know more about us, if you have any questions or comments, head on over to our dedicated Facebook group. You can check out Kisa at her website also at www.kisaamaro.com, K-E-Y-S-A-A-M-A-R-O.com. And I don't know, guys, I feel like I've just given up on my website. So just don't, (laughs) don't do that. Don't go. You don't need one. Seriously,
0: you don't. It exists. Don't go there though. But don't go there. Find her on Facebook. (laughs) She's always there. Um yeah and if you guys know someone who you think would benefit from the information shared on our podcast please share this episode with them. We really want to extend our message to and support as many people as possible and we do need your help to get our message out.
1: So that being said if you enjoy the show we would love it if you would leave us an honest review on iTunes. Simply go to iTunes, search for the podcast page, hit the tab for ratings and reviews and click on write a review. I know it Let's, let's be honest. It is kind of a pain in the butt, but you guys, it really helps.
0: It helps. All you have to do is put amazing. Yeah. Like that could be your review. Right. Thumbs up. (laughs) It'd be a one word, one word review. (laughs) Emoji
1: review. Yes. Emoji us. Poop or smiley face. Your choice. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. That's it. Super helpful. Tell your friends.
0: (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.